understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Woo! It has been a while, and I'm so excited to be doing an episode by myself today. I'm not interviewing anyone, and it's simply because, and I could be totally making this up in my head, but I feel like I have not been giving you the quality episodes that I'm used to providing. I have been so obsessed for six months to make sure that I'm providing quality content to you guys, stuff that you can walk away with that's applicable to your life, or that you, even if you walk away each episode with one nugget that you can uh, use and hold near and dear to you, I feel like I'm serving you guys well. And I just feel like the last couple episodes, I've kind of, um, and no offense to any of my uh, guests, but I just feel like I've kind of winged it a little bit. So I was really excited to be doing an episode, just just me, me and you guys today, and uh, talk about something that has really been hitting home lately. So before I get started, I just wanted to spread some realness with you guys and tell you that this coming Saturday, today is, I'm recording this and it's Sunday. So six days from today, clearly I'm terrible at math. <laughs> six days from today, I am hosting my first mastermind on Clearwater Beach, beautiful Clearwater Beach, um, with one of my good friends, Megan Galan. And I am so excited and so nervous about this because it's my first event and just because, because of fear. And I just want to tell you guys that please, God, don't ever let fear be the reason you don't do something. Let fear be the reason you run to it. Uh, If you would have asked me about this a year ago, I would have definitely said that nobody was going to listen to me and I didn't have anything to say and I don't want people to think that I think that I'm more intelligent than them or I have more to offer or that I'm, I don't think that I'm the expert in anything. Well, one thing I know that has changed this year is that my purpose is to, as I'm on this journey, bring women with me. So I'm not doing an event this coming Saturday to stand before women and say that I'm the expert. I'm doing this event this Saturday to answer all the questions the women I know have about building their online business or marketing their product or becoming a voice, how to share their message or their voice online and how to help others because I am not going to move forward any further or press any further in my success and not take anybody with me. I couldn't dare do it. So uh, now this thing is just falling together. Um, We are merely sold out. This is a small group. That was the intent was Megan and I just wanted to serve a small group because like I've mentioned before, if you've ever been to a mastermind, it is for you. It is individual to each person there because each person gets to stand up, talk about their goals, uh, talk about where they're struggling to move forward, what they may need help with or what they don't understand. And then we come up with actionable steps to move them forward. So each person gets to do that. So it's, it's a very lengthy time for each for that part of the event because each person gets individualized attention which is so important to me but we're doing this on beautiful Clearwater Beach in a condo that literally overlooks the beach and I am just so excited like I'm uber excited but 
I am so nervous too because I just simply don't know what to expect. But I've heard if you're nervous, that's good. And in scientifically, technically, that being nervous and excited is the exact same feeling. So if every time you're nervous, you would just tell yourself excited, tell yourself that you were excited, you could hijack your brain. So I'm hoping going into Saturday that I can just hijack my brain and convince myself that I am uber excited to serve these people because that is why I'm here. And I'm not here to do a disservice to my purpose in any shape or form. So let's jump right into today's episode. We are going to talk about trust. And I don't want to talk about the trust you're supposed to have in your relationship at home with your significant other. I don't want to talk about the trust that you're supposed to have with your friends because we know that's few and far far between and up and down. Seasonally, we go through different friends and um, different relationships. But there is one thing that is foundational to life and our inner workings and the way we move and the choices we make and that is trusting yourself. And I got this concept and I feel like I have to back up a little because I have had several clients this year. Um actually I think I have five right now. And when we get started, I always think that they hire me well I heard this the other day is that if you're if you're a, a business coach, you're a life coach too because people cannot be successful in business without understanding and being straightforward with what what type of mindset they're set in and how to move forward and power forward even in the midst of failure and being set up and prepared for that so by choice you end up being I mean uh, by default you end up being somewhat of a therapist which is okay with me because I'm all about life hacks so working with these clients I've had several issues before, not even issues, but situations before where they will have not done something or will not move forward on something and procrastinate and maybe say that it's X, Y, and Z. But when we get deep down into the conversation, they just don't think that they're worthy or they don't think that this is a good move for them any longer or they don't think that they'll do good at it. And I brought this up because my God, I remember being there. I was there. I've been there. I've been there a thousand times. I've told y'all before, I was always on the traditional education track. I've got a master's degree. If, if it was something about education, I trusted myself a thousand percent. I was like, I can do this. I got this. I'm a test taker. I'm a writer. I can, I got this. But when it came to this journey, podcasting, entrepreneurship, public speaking, I had no faith and no trust. And so that's why I feel felt like I had to back up a little bit because I'm talking about getting out of your stuck phase and I want people to have the power and be empowered to move forward to get to the next level, whatever they're looking for in life. And I realized that one of the biggest things that may be stopping you and was stopping me is trusting in yourself so that you can then trust your craft and trust your skill. And to put the icing on the cake, one of my homegirls is has started a online clothing boutique with the intent to inspire people. And she sent me a shirt the other day that said, trust your dopeness. And it just really hit home because I realized there's probably so many people and myself included that truly struggle with this. So uh, shout out to her. And I think it's called to inspire like TWO inspire. Yeah, to inspire company check them out. They've got some really cool t-shirts and hats and gear, especially for women. I think they're for men as well, but trust your dopeness. And I was like, okay, it's time to talk about this. So 
I was really digging deep and thinking about this and thinking about how even though I say I've I struggled with it in the past, shoot, I struggle with it now. Just because the other day my boyfriend said to me like, why aren't you this fun often? Because I think I was like being really goofy one day. He's like, it's almost like you're not, it's like this is who you really are, but you're not yourself all the time. And of course, instantly I got in defense mode. I'm like, we've been, we've been together for four years. Why would I not be myself around you? But then I thought about some of my other homegirls and how goofy I am around them. And I was like, you know what? I'm really not like that around you all the time. And he was like, why would you never ever, or why would you ever, ever feel like you couldn't be yourself around me? And I thought like, man, have I been fake? Have I not, am I hiding somebody from him? And I thought on, I sat on it for a couple of days and I realized that it has nothing to do with that. It's nothing intentful. It's, it's not something I did on purpose, but what we're so scared of is how dangerous it can be or when we've been rejected before to be ourselves in front of the people we care about the most. And then I thought about how many versions of ourselves do we have to be throughout the day? And if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what? I'm not fake. I'm not like that. I'm myself 24 seven all the time in front of everybody. Literally, I'm clapping for you. Like kudos to you. Teach me your ways because I think this is definitely something I struggle with. And I know just based off some of the amazing people I've worked with that they struggle with it too. But I was like, man, you know what? I get up in the morning and I jam on the way to work in my car or I'm listening to a podcast and I'm like smiling from ear to ear. And then I walk into work and it's not, I'm not saying I walk in and become instantly depressed. I love my job, but I walk in and I have to be a different person. I have to turn the switch. I have to be super happy to be there. I have to be very politically correct. I have to be honest, but not vulnerable. I have to be spot on, even when I don't feel like it. You know, it's like we have to turn the switch. And then then when we have to do a business meeting or we have to do a presentation, we're the best version of ourselves. And then it's like, how many versions of ourselves do we have to be? And then, then you come home to your significant other and you have to be, sometimes Sometimes you're yourself and maybe sometimes you're not. You, you have to be a certain type of person to deal with whatever they're going through, whether they're sad, depressed, or upset from work. Now, then you have to be a different person. Like, how many versions of ourselves do we have to be? And I'm not saying that in order to trust yourself, you have to be yourself all the time, but you absolutely have to try. Then I wondered for so many people, how do you know if you don't trust yourself? Because I'm 29 and this is probably the first time that I can look back on several instances and realize I couldn't make decisions or do certain things because I didn't trust myself. And I was like, do you ever just wake up one day and realize you don't trust yourself? But here's how I think you, you know, that you're, that this is an issue possibly, or that you're struggling with it. I really think when, when someone, maybe a stranger, maybe a friend, maybe a colleague says to you, man, you don't trust anybody. You don't trust anybody because you don't delegate. You don't trust anybody because you won't let anybody help you. You don't trust anybody because you struggle with commitment. You know, you don't trust anybody since you've been in that bad relationship. I really think that's a sign that you simply just don't trust yourself. So think about it. How many times we've probably done that, right? And it goes back to the finger pointing thing, which is crazy. But think about it like this, going into a relationship. We always say or we think we're typically scared someone will hurt us. I don't want to date this person because I might get hurt again like my last relationship. Or I've heard he's done bad things to other women. I don't want to get hurt by him. I'm just so scared that I'm going to get hurt. I almost think that that's never what it is. Because if you think about it, if that were really truly the case, everybody would be single and nobody would be willingly taking on like a rocky relationship 
Or furthermore, would they be taking on like a not so steady job that you know is temporary or people get fired all the time or this isn't your skill set? You wouldn't be taking it on. But I don't think it's that. I think it's because we don't trust how we will handle it. So you're scared someone will hurt you because you don't trust how you'll handle it. The last time you went crazy, the last time you spent six months in a deep depression, the last time, you know, you drinking or suppressing your emotions just to get through it and you found yourself at your worst. So you don't trust yourself for the next time. This is all because of the foundation of trusting yourself. So by God, how do we fix it? Because this is all in line. This is how everything aligns is that in order for us to build to have anything special, to build a strong relationship on trust, to build a strong business or build a strong career, we have to trust ourselves. We have to. That's the foundation. That's the ever lying thing. That is what's going to make all of those other things last. You cannot trust, expect to trust someone else in a relationship if you don't trust yourself. So you know me, I'm, I like to be, a, you know, I like to be, let's get something tangible. Let's, let's find some things that make this applicable. So I came up with a couple things in my mind that I think have helped me and would help you begin to trust yourself more. So number one, don't take life too seriously, like stop. And I'm saying this from a place of sincerity because I still struggle with this. Like don't take life so seriously. Like making mistakes is normal. People getting mad at you is is normal. You know, taking their anger out on you because they had a bad day. All of it's normal. Screwing something up completely. Normal. It happens. We cannot be perfect beings. It's impossible. Sometimes just laugh at it. Laugh at life. Laugh at yourself. You paid for this expensive vacation, but a hurricane came. Like, look on the bright side. At least you're not in the track of danger. Like, I'm being a little dramatic, but seriously, Like, don't take life so seriously, shit happens, for real. I'll even give you an example of what happened today, and I really can look at it, and (laughs) I always think, God, that's, that's God's way of humbling me, or telling me to chill out, or relax, but, like, we planned to hire a babysitter today, because both Chris and I, Chris had an event to go to, and I had work to do, and I feel like I am overwhelmed with the amount of work that I have left to do, so I was like, okay, she can take him from two to eight, So when Chris gets home this morning, he can take him at two and then I'll get as much work as I can done in six hours. And then Chris got home late and I was like, hey, you're still taking Cam. And he was like, no, I can't. I'm late. And I flipped out because I was just like, I don't even know why. I think at the time I just felt like you should have told me or, you know, I'm trying to maximize my six hours. And I had this all planned out. I had those six hours that I was going to work planned out. Now you're messing it up because I have to drive all the way there and all the way back. And, you know, he was really trying to help. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. I got it. Whatever. Drove Cam all the way to the babysitters. I leave, realize I forgot the walker, which the babysitter requires that we bring. So I had to call Chris and ask him to bring it. He's like, fine, I'll bring it. He brings it. I get 40 minutes away, like almost home, go to grab food on my way home and realize I left my wallet in Cameron's diaper bag. And I just called my babysitter and I was like, is it in there? And she's like, yeah. I said, okay, I got to come back. And I just called Chris and I was like, you know what? I flipped out on you for no reason today. And there would have been nothing I could have done to prevent this for whatever reason it's meant to be that I was not supposed to be working for six hours. I'm only supposed to be working for five. And maybe I was held back because I wasn't supposed to drive home right now because something was going to happen. Either way, it's fine. I, I flipped out over nothing like and we both laughed about it like we laughed really hard about it and 
I swear that's, that's half the time how we get through the day because it just, sometimes you just can't control stuff. And for anybody that's a control freak out there, because I know I'm a little bit of one, that shit is a struggle. Number two, focus on what's right, right now, and consider that you might be exaggerating about what is wrong. So this all is simple and goes back to gratitude. Like if you can train your brain for a month to think every morning about the things that you are grateful for, you will increasingly begin to think about the great things and start to not think about the things that are so bad because we often tell ourselves stories about all these things being wrong that we forget to focus that life still works for us we still have transportation we still wake up every morning you know we still have people that love us like there are great things about our life that we can hold near and dear and love and be happy for and grateful for and number three bet on yourself and keep your promises and this is all about you like Something that you would typically never do, do it anyway. Bet on yourself. Believe it to be true. Even if everything in your mind is telling you that it's simply not and you can't do it and your subconscious is like, this ain't for you, girl. Too bad. Believe in yourself anyway. Bet on yourself. I got this. And I swear as women, we're taught to be humble. It's like this natural upbringing. So therefore, we don't have a whole lot of faith sometimes in the things that we haven't ever done before. Bump that bet on yourself anyway. Another way to build your trust, and Rachel Hollis said it best, is to keep the promises you make to yourself. I think I've said this before, but if you're going to go to the gym, go. If you go to sleep that night and say, I'm going to wake up in the morning early, an hour early, and read 10 pages of a book, do it. If you say on your way home from work, I'm going to eat healthy tonight, don't grab Burger King, do it. Those are small wins for you that are going to make you feel better and begin to build trust with yourself because you're doing the things that you say you're going to do to yourself. It's the same way your friends would treat you about the things you say. Treat yourself the same way. Number four, I want you to kind of look at rebuilding this trust for yourself or renewing it or refreshing it as the same way that you would look at a relationship. Now, I know there's some people out there that they have trouble in a relationship or somebody cheats or something happens or whatever. You know, some people are like, "Uh uh-uh, wash my hands, I'm done. And I totally get it. That's based off of two personalities. You figure out what's best for you. But look at rebuilding this trust with yourself similar to a relationship. Like if someone, I look at Chris and I, when we've had trust issues in the past, Chris could not buy me flowers. And then I was like, oh, I trust you again. When I made mistakes, I could not, you know, buy us a trip and be like, are we good again? No, Rebuilding trust takes time. It's a process. So have faith in the process and then set small goals and be consistent. So it's like if someone bought you flowers, that is instant gratification. That does nothing for you except for temporarily. But if every Friday night your significant other took you out to dinner, spent quality time with you, talked about the situation, asked for forgiveness, and then became more consistent with things that you made you feel better and rebuild the trust, then you would start to relax or be more lenient and then let go and eventually begin to rebuild that trust. And I want you to treat yourself the same way. Set small goals, obtain them, and watch how quickly you begin to rebuild trust for yourself. So that kind of goes back to the last one. If you want to, if you decide you're going to, and when I say small goals, I mean small goals. So you make 40000 a year and you say next year I want to make 150000 at my same job. That's a stretch. You may struggle with that. And then you may meet failure slap in the face when you don't reach that goal. However, you know, saying that I'm going to go to the gym 30 days in the next three months, mark that, write that down, and then achieve it. 
you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds this month. Write that down, achieve it. Bam, check that off. Like set small goals, achieve them. I'm going to save five grand this year to pay off my credit card debt. Achieve it and watch yourself begin to slowly build trust. This is a big one for me. Number five, and I've just learned this recently. Forgiveness for you is everything and it is balance. Forgiveness is balance because I really believe that there is no such thing as balance. I think balance is needed and necessary and required. You should have days where you work out and you should have days where you are lazy and spend time with your family. You should have days where you eat ice cream. You should have days where you eat healthy. There should be a balance. However, I think when it comes to time management and not being stressed all the time and not ever, ever being depressed or having a bad day is impossible. So I think in order to balance those things, forgiveness is required. And that goes back to number one, which was don't take life so seriously. You have to laugh at the mistakes you made. I laughed at myself for getting so mad at my boyfriend and thank God he forgave me. Like I laughed the other day when the therapist told me that I missed a session and had to pay her $50 because I was a no call, no show. No problem. Life happens. Like I get it. I laughed. You know, I've missed coaching calls before and thought about calling and begging for forgiveness and just you know, had to be like, okay, like forgive yourself. You people make mistakes. You're human. Forgiveness is balance. And the only way you're going to trust yourself deeply and begin to love yourself again in a way that is unrecognizable is going to require for you to be forgiving of yourself and your mistakes. They're, they can't be as bad as you think. Number six, I want you to consider a self-check anytime you do make a mistake. So we are not going to stop making mistakes. You are not going to become the best version of yourself and become uber successful next year and never make a mistake again. Eh, never going to happen. You are going to continuously make mistakes as I do and as everyone else's, else does. We are imperfect humans. It is just our nature. However, we are very, very hard on ourselves sometimes. So learn to self-check when you make mistakes. So something like what I did today literally cussed out my boyfriend. I wouldn't say cussed out, but like got really upset, you know, and as I drove to drop my son off to the babysitter, I could have said, I could have allowed all of those thoughts to bubble in my mind about how, you know, maybe he's not the one for me. And maybe these, these type of issues are bigger than I think. And, you know, maybe I really am a a bitch and I need help and I'm, I have problems and blah, 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 blah. No, self-check is let the negative thoughts go. You guys just had an argument and Clearly, you had something on your mind. You had expectations in your mind that he wasn't able to meet that he wasn't even aware of. So self-check is remove the negative thoughts instantly. If there's self-criticism, like me thinking that I'm this insane, crazy bitch, or me thinking that, you know, even thinking I was super, super right, like self-criticism, cut it instantly. Like everything in that self-check should be factual. What happened? What's black and white? What do I do next to solve the problem? And all of that is your inner voice. And my suggestion would be to build a relationship with that person where every time you think of those negative thoughts or you think of positive thoughts or you think of what you've done because if you're anything like me, your brain never stops. It's constantly an inner voice in my head. But I have a I have built a rapport with that person and I know when to kick those thoughts out. So make sure that when you're talking to yourself or you hear that voice that you're kind to yourself and you're forgiving. This is all part of the self-check. Last but not least, my new favorite, literally my new favorite is spending time with myself. And I don't care what you have to do to allocate that time, but flip and find it, like find it, carve it out each week 
make it a priority. This is like the best self-care tip I'm ever going to give you. And if for any reason you sit alone and struggle with looking inward, you are definitely having some self-trust issues. Definitely. I think about it like this. I don't know if you guys did this, but when I was in middle school, like I used to make my, like the thing to do back then was to go to the movies and like get dressed up, go to the movies. And then you'd meet all your friends there or whatever. And I remember a lot of times I would tell my mom like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. You know, give me five minutes. And then I'd come back out and say, never mind, None of my friends are going, so I'm not going. And my mom would say, why don't you just go by yourself? And I thought that was like the craziest thing ever. You know, like even as a teenager, like going to dinner by myself, or like going to the movies by myself, craziest shit I've ever heard. But people will fill their lives with junk so that they don't ever have to live in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Let me say that again, because I really want you to hear me when I say this. People will fill their lives with junk and excuses and busy work that doesn't mean anything or help them achieve anything to in turn never have to look in the mirror. You want to self-reflect and understand yourself and your choices? My God, spend some time alone. Like I had six hours today to work. Well, five because I was had to go back, but five hours when I came home, I turned the laundry on and I sat in my son's room for 15 minutes, read five pages of a book and just sat there and meditated. And I sat in my son's room with good reason because it's one of the most peaceful places in our home to me. I just feel like so at peace when I'm sitting in there. So I sat in there and I just sat in there. And you know what? It's okay sometimes. People will tell me like, oh, when I sit alone, I fall asleep. Cool. So pick a different time of the day, get yourself a coffee and sit alone. Like there's no excuse not to be doing this. I don't care if you go take a walk because there's so many science, there's so much science out there that says that when you spend time alone in nature or walking like in nature, that it is exceedingly helpful for your mental. So don't be afraid to go take a walk or whatever, but be alone in your thoughts really understand looking inward and what that looks like and being 100% okay with that. I didn't write this one down, but I want to mention it because this is something, this is probably one of the main reasons why a couple years ago I realized how much I didn't trust myself. And any of my friends would tell you this. I am extremely indecisive. Like, don't ask me what restaurant to go to because I don't know. And I probably do know. I probably have a place in my mind that Like, I also think indecisiveness has, like, is part of the people-pleasing disease that maybe we do know, but we don't want to make the decision because we don't want to be held at fault for pissing people off. So if I'm with a group of friends and they ask me where to eat, I've got a place in mind I want to go, but I won't say it because I don't want to go against everyone else's wishes. Same goes for when I started my podcast or when I began building my business or my career choices. Like, I almost didn't turn down a job I wanted. I mean, didn't turn down a job I didn't want because I felt bad. One, I felt bad for the people that were there and that I had built a rapport with. But two was because I was afraid of my decision. I was afraid that what if I don't choose this job and it's the best thing that ever happened to me and I just don't quite understand right now. You have to be decisive to trust yourself. And you have to know that sometimes being decisive means making a choice and sticking with it and dealing with all the consequences that come with it, good or bad. So hold yourself accountable with your decisions in the same way you hold your significant other accountable with their decisions. So I always talk to a lot of friends that their significant other does something and they're like, "Mm -mm, you did it, you made the bed, you lay in it, you deal with it, it's your problem. Like same goes for us. We may make decisions sometimes that are flat out poor decisions. And that is simply because we make mistakes. So be decisive, be stern in the decisions you make, live in it, own it, stick with it, and be okay with making mistakes and learning 
and failing forward. Hopefully this was helpful. I hope that you guys continue to work on this the same way that I am because in order to build a dope online business, to have a dope career, to have anything worth being uber happy about and fulfilling your purpose on this earth, you have to trust yourself in order to give that gift to the world. So I hope you guys trust your dopeness. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.